You are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for Chaos Fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and special guest host, Joey Hayes, who has a brief but powerful message to the rest of the league. in this special edition of the show the july 4th edition of the show we briefly take a look back at the 2022 season specifically the bust we break down top rookies from the nfl draft dive deep into an exciting offseason of player moves black sunday raises a smack talk bar by utterly destroying last year's cfl champion and the boys get loose in a raucous roundtable segment which will be a new addition for the 2023 podcast Let's get into it. It is good to be back. We are back and looking forward to the 2023 Chaos Fantasy Football season with draft night roughly just eight weeks away. This is a special 4th of July holiday episode, which, by the way, gentlemen, needs to be an annual tradition. Uh, and I, for one, I uh, am blessed and grateful to live in the greatest country in the history of the world. I'm feeling so good about that tonight. I'm going to fully exercise my American right to free speech. Now, some of you might confuse these words as hate speech, but it is protected by the First Amendment. You think John and the boys are going to put on a fireworks show tomorrow night? That ain't nothing compared to the fireworks I'm about to light off right now. Let's get into this. First of all, there's a particular fantasy manager I'm thinking of. A smug, prima donna, one-trick pony, a nothing burger, a fantasy fraud, an imposter. A one and done. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Guess what? There's going to be an epic show this year. Actually, more accurately, it's going to be a disappearing act. So it's going to be no luck dragon for you this year, bud. The nothing is coming for you. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. I've never heard any story reference. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. Do you, you know, here's another thing. Do y'all know how Houdini died? Yeah. A burst appendix. That's how he died. Ironic, isn't it? You know, when you think about it. For all his death-defying acts and his great illusions, he dies of a burst. Wait, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I see an unmistakable correlation here. The Houdinis, the smug, prima donna, one-trick pony, nothing burger, fantasy fraud, imposter is going to die of a burst of fantasy football ego. (laughs) (laughs) 
The great fall, the great disappearing act is nigh, my friend. Nigh. Yeah, indeed. The Houdinis. Alas. The I mean, you know what? But but here's the other side of the coin. As I reflect on last season, I, I'm, I'm quite literally. I'm, it makes me sick. I get ill to my stomach. How Derek just and so smugly just soaked up the praise from all you league cowards. I mean, sick. All this misplaced praise on such a chump. That's right. I remember Derek. I remember the little Bradley smack talk on the show last year. I remember that. And you know what? I overlooked that offense because I'm a man. <laughs> I tolerated the despicable adoration from team owners like the Scoops Troop. You know what? On second thought, why don't why don't you two join an alliance? That'd be cute. I think that'd be that'd be fun. In fact, you know what? Me and Rob. I'm putting the whole league on notice right now. This is a challenge. I'm smacking it down onto the table. Any two that wants to pair up in an alliance against me and Rob, it's on. You put up 10 bucks a team, you'd pay up on, on draft night, and it's another extra 50 bucks in the pot if you can handle me and Rob. And we can discuss the details of what that means, but you're, 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 you're going to be... <laughs> You're gonna be in trouble, all right. So what? if you if you dare face us, but the the challenge is out there. I mean, we already got Lance and, and Jeff. We've already got the potential for for a, a Derek and Faggot matchup. Uh, uh, who else wants to step up to the plate? That's it, and I'm out. All right, Chaos Football League. We're going to talk about some of your crappy players from last year, uh, except, of course, you, Derek, and Amy and Amanda. But we're just going to go over some of the busts or from uh, 2022. You know, reminisce about last year. Maybe there's some value to be made, or or there's some players that you know are getting hated too much. Uh, we're, we're each going to go around and name some players we. Uh, particularly hated last year and maybe they're going to be a value into the draft uh so first i'm going to talk about Najee harris uh like he just like could not catch a break last year i think pittsburgh was like really bad early uh they managed to piece together some wins late but Najee was never really a part of it uh they uh had like I, I don't think like I, I feel like some of he's hated a little bit, and I don't know if he'll go in the first or second round. Um, and I would be keeping an eye on some of the players behind him. To be honest, I I, I think they're gonna gonna be running out on him. Jalen Warren. Yeah, Jalen Warren is uh, one of those players that I kind of like, but um, I, I I don't see me picking Najee Harris the next year. Um, or this other player, Allen Robinson. <laughs> I, as someone who had him last year, uh, he's also going to Pittsburgh. Uh, there, I and I feel like I'm picking on Pittsburgh a little bit too much, uh, Jeff. I'm sorry, but there there is some value elsewhere in the team. But Allen Robinson, I think, is uh, the trap among traps. Um, like he had the pretty much like the ideal setup last year, going to the Rams. Uh, 
you know, Stafford did get hurt, but like he had several games with him and had did nothing. He was in 90, 95% of snaps. Uh, so like, I, I have no, uh, like confidence in him with Pittsburgh and a, a lesser offense. Uh, he, and he also had plenty of opportunity with Cooper cup going down and he pretty much lost the job by the end of the year as the, as the number one. Um, but yeah, but there, there's some other players on Pittsburgh that I would keep an eye over, over Harris or Pittman or not Pittman, uh, Robinson. Uh, who wants to take it next? Yeah, I'll dive in here, Levi. Uh, yeah, Allen Robinson, I believe you saved me from drafting him. And that could have made my receiving yeah. core any, even worse than it actually was. You were, you were cursing me last year. Yeah, I was pretty him. upset. And, like, to think that he couldn't capitalize in that offense, especially when Cooper Cup went down, is, is amazing. Uh, but maybe, you know, with him, with George picking your nose – Maybe uh, <laughs> Allen Robinson can see a little bit of resurgence, you know, you know, get them Kellys all riled up. Uh, but the player I want to talk about, he was obviously he was on my team. I kind of railed on him at the very end of the season last year was Kyle Pitts. Uh, it's just devastating. I think even Levi alluded just a few minutes ago said, yeah, they threw the ball eight times in one game. And I don't, I don't even think he had any of those catches. When he's probably the best receiver. Uh, of course, Drake Lund is pretty good, but he's probably the most athletic person on that team. And, you know, he's finished the season with 356 yards, uh, 28 catches on 59 targets, and two touchdowns. And he oh. came off the season, uh, prior season, which uh, over 1,000 yards and 68 uh, receptions. Uh, he was, I mean, it was, it, it was tough just because I took a tight end thinking he was, there was going to be about – three to f- maybe th- three tight ends that were going to be really really good and he was going to be in that upper echelon and he was one of the worst picks and it's one of those picks i can't make it again like i cannot draft him next season i will not i don't i hope he has a great season but i will not draft him and that's part of who i am as a drafter i i find sweethearts we were talking about that a few minutes ago and i just hold on to them but until they break your heart. Until they break my heart. But even then, if I, if they don't screw me that bad, I, I traditionally like to go after them again. But he's a guy that, you know, I will completely steer clear of. But I recommend everyone else, you know, circle them and draft them. But uh, that's the guy that I had. Uh, Joe? Uh, yeah, the guy I want to talk about that totally – wrecked my team was Jonathan Taylor I picked him number one overall thinking he was going to be a stud and in 2021 he had 1800 yards and 18 touchdowns and then last year when I pick him he has 860 yards and four touchdowns yeah what I mean and Matt Ryan was awful and you know, so they stacked the box against him, and he ended up getting hurt. And he still played through it. And but when you're you're starting running back is doing that, it's hard to win. And it's just rough. And then you know the Broncos last year were just terrible. 
and like Russell Wilson can't even throw the ball like 30 yards so Sutton and Jerry Judy they just couldn't get the ball to do anything and I had Sutton thinking he was gonna <laughs> thinking he was gonna do something and uh, he just couldn't get him the ball if he did it was like one catch for nine yards it was just awful so hopefully they do better with a new coach and they get their stuff straight but uh, <clears throat> wow I feel like I feel like um, you three are going to need a box of Kleenex next to you the next next time we do this segment <laughs> uh, yeah so I have two players Darren Waller last year 2022 drafted tight end position 5 and finished the season at tight end position rank 34 now he did have some injuries um, he missed a handful of games maybe four games possibly five um, but I mean not only when he was injured was he not producing but even on the field he uh, was not Darren Waller of years before and in fact last year he only had one game with over 50 yards and a touchdown and when you're drafting you know Darren Waller a player that high tight end five I mean you're probably getting him in the fourth fifth round ish you know that you're that you're not you didn't get the value out of that position at all I didn't have him on my team last year I have I've had him before and have, have never been against drafting him he's um he tends to be what I like about Darren Waller overall is he he's he's been consistent over his career so you can pretty me he has a he has a high floor uh and and his ceiling is is not bad either so um I would expect he went to the Giants right so he gets traded uh goes to the Giants which I think could be interesting I think Daniel Jones is, is probably overly criticized and maybe even underrated uh, he's a good runner. He gets rushing yards. Uh, and he's really not had a, a, a great receiving core. I mean, the Giants' receiving room has been riddled with injuries for the past couple of seasons. And even the receivers, uh, you know, they're, they're all kind of middling, you know, the Sterling Shepherds and, uh, and the like. So um, I, do like, I do like Waller there next year to have a, a, a serious bounce back. And then Russell Wilson. So – absolutely atrocious in 2022 joey's already touched on it you know just really their, their offense just struggled to, to move the sticks at all uh didn't help that the javante williams goes down what game one and uh just they just they really just never got it going but they have a new staff uh they do have talented receivers i, I do like jerry judy and i do like Cortland sutton so I, I would expect russell wilson to rebound uh, I would probably put him inside the top 15, um, you know, probably cl- more closer to 12, 13 range uh, for Russell Wilson, but with, with some upside. He's shown he can do it. Uh, he has been a fantasy winner, league winner. And he was a near MVP, I believe, and um, I don't remember what year it was, but, uh, but he's got the talent to do it. So I would expect a bounce back from Russell Wilson as well. Yeah, to kind of make it full circle, when we just look at each one of the players or the few players that we all listed, if you drafted that team this year, it could win. It could win a championship, with the exception of Allen Robinson. He's, 
That I mean, he I could agree. be you know he could be your flex, but I mean you could have Russell Wilson, a Jerry Judy, or a mixture of him and Cortland Sutton with Darren Waller and a Kyle Pitts potentially, and a Jonathan Taylor. Like that that's how weird fan you know football is. Is you know we get hung up on seasons, and that team could be absolutely beast mode. So. Yep. You know, we sit here and we talk bad about them, but at the end of the day, if your draft looked like that, I don't know if I'd be that upset other than I have Kyle Pitts or Allen Robinson, but I don't know. It, it could be pretty good. Well said, John. I, I don't really say that a lot. Uh, um, another, another thing to th- think about. <laughs> um, another thing to uh, think about, like these players are like it's it's not just the players; it's the offenses they are. They were on disappointing offenses that we thought were going to be good, and um, we're like so. This is that's something to key in on with with the draft coming up and everything that like it's uh maybe good to look at what offenses you you like and we'll uh look into that later on in the episode all right so now we're gonna break out our crystal balls and look ahead to the 2023 fantasy football season and specifically look at the rookie class uh we're gonna go around the horn here and uh give some thoughts I thought I would focus in on maybe some more obscure players that possibly won't even get drafted on on draft night, but uh, that at some point during the season, these might be players who are going to be on the radar of all of us fantasy owners, and uh, we're going to be fighting over with our fab. So uh, I've got three that I'm going to throw out there. Uh, The first one is Jonathan Mingo with Carolina Panthers. Uh, the reason, as I watched him play a couple times at Ole Miss, he is a speedster. Um, he's got elite athleticism and speed, and I think that's going to transition transition well to the NFL. I think he's going to be in the mold of a, a Hardman uh, in, in that class as kind of a slot guy who's going to who's going to be dangerous. And uh, I think I can see him putting up some big games and uh, being on the radar. Uh, Sam Laporta. Uh, with the Lions, a tight end. Um, he, he comes from a – Iowa has had serious success putting tight ends in the NFL and being successful. Uh, there is a long, long list of, of great Iowa tight ends, and I'm not going to get into now, but he could be the next one. Um, you know, uh, Hawkinson's gone in Detroit. I like Detroit's offense. Uh, I like the rookie Jameer Gibbs, the pickup of David Montgomery. Now, Jared Goff was better than than they we thought last season. Uh, they've got pieces. Amon Ross, St. Brown. I like the the Lions' offense. I think Laporta could be a factor. And then Kendra Miller with the running back with the Saints. Um, the Saints are another team that I've got my eye on. They've got some young talent, and I think Kendra Miller. I watched him play as well in college at Kansas State. He had some huge games over 200 yards he's kind of another one of those he's, he's kind of a small bruising back but he's also has, has speed and explosiveness and uh I, I like him at the saints with um some of the pieces they're putting around him so i think those are three guys that uh we all might that that levi's gonna throw like 800 bucks at uh like week five 100%. you know what i mean he's gonna throw his all his fab week five actually it'll probably be week three i'll give it I'll give you a couple weeks for that. But, uh, John, what do you think? 
I won't be picking up any of those players you just named. Um, <laughs> what the heck? Um, no, this one's kind of low-hanging fruit here. He's kind of everyone's going to be looking at him. Uh, he'll be a first-round pick. Uh, Bijan, Bijan, Dijon, uh, Robinson. Uh, he's, you know, he's the, the guy coming out of Texas. You know, rushed like 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns. He's a beast, and he's going to Atlanta where they love to run the ball. Uh, is is Mariota still there? I think he is. No, no, they got rid of. It's um, who is that? I can't remember his name. He was a rookie last year. Well, they're probably gonna lean heavily on uh, Bijan, but uh, I mean the dude's a stud. Uh, but it, you know, is he in the vein of um, who was the uh, Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter. That's right. Yeah. So Desmond Ritter is the quarterback. So you do your math there. Who's going to be doing the damage? Um, but the guy coming out of LSU that went to Kansas City, which is uh, the the running back, the Pacheco, Pacheco, Pacheco took over. Who was who was that? Oh, uh, Clyde Edwards. Clyde, yeah. Like, is he going to be that? You know, I, mean, I remember coming into that draft and he was you know highly touted coming out of LSU. I think he was like seven fifth, five to seventh overall in the in the fantasy draft. Um, I mean, I've seen Bijan rated as high as three like people are really high on this guy and i think he could be uh i don't know where i'd fall if you know i'm hovering around five six or seven and he's there i I don't know Uh, but he definitely has the talent to be that elite back in the nfl yeah i'd uh i'd probably put Bijan a little higher than what claude edwards hilaire was his rookie year just because of the offenses like you know the Kansas City throw first, you know, Patrick Mahomes, they're, everybody's got to get theirs first. So, like, he was kind of secondary. The Atlanta, like, that this is the perfect offense for him. Like, they they threw – like we said before, they threw it eight times in, in, in a game once last year. And so I, I'm, I'm not going to knock anybody for taking him high, you know, over some, like, already known – Stars, um, but uh, some uh, some other rookies I, I've been looking at, like uh, number one for me, looking at Zay Flowers uh, from Baltimore. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen him, you know, torch Louisville. <laughs> uh, so like, I've I've seen firsthand what he can do. Great route runner. Um, he's going in like he's I mean the Mark Andrews is going to get his but I, by the end of the year I, I think he's going to be the number one receiver there behind Mark Andrews um, they have gotten rid of uh, their offensive coordinator who like more of a run first uh, offense for a more pass heavy so I'm I'm excited to see what Zay Flowers can do I you know like he's not going to be a super high pick but I think he'll be pretty. He'll be much higher next year in the drafts. Good dynasty pick. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, this is this is for the Bleeders fans out there. Uh, Jordan Addison. Um. He, this guy might be the best receiver in the draft, like talent wise. I think. Um. And he's very similar to uh to Jefferson, so that. They could potentially have two of them on their team. Um, you know, he's going on a pass. Another this 
Minnesota's been a pass-first offense for a few years now, um, and Addison's going to be getting the second looks, but he's not going to be double teamed. He's like everyone's going to be focused on uh, on Jefferson. Uh, Hawkinson's probably going to be a threat in the red zone, but I think Addison's going to have a ton of yards. Um, and then my last one is, is Zach Charbonnet, who, who uh, got drafted by Seattle. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen where he is in the rankings, but I, I would assume he's probably getting drafted in our league in, at some point. Um, he's backing up Kenneth Walker, who's had some injury concerns. Um, he's and if you haven't seen Zach Charbonnet, he's pretty big. People made like D'Amico, uh, or not D'Amico. Um, what's his name uh, from Arkansas? Yeah, uh, Demarco Murray comparisons like big downhill runner. I think uh, there's a chance early that he gets like touchdown vultures, and then by the end, if Kenneth Walker hasn't gotten hurt, then he's probably still getting like a, a good chunk of the carries um that, that those are pretty much the, rec- the rookies that i've been keying in so far what do you got joe well i only have one and that, that's dalton kincaid for buffalo tight end uh they're talking him up already and before training camp and apparently they love him and uh, Dawson Knox did pretty good with Josh Allen, so I think Josh Allen likes to throw to his tight ends. Um, so I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't know what that does for Dawson Knox. I don't know if they could share time and still produce. Um, should be interesting. But uh, they're talking about him. Apparently they love him. All right, dorks. Let's uh, let's take a look at roster moves, and there is a lot of meat on the bone here. This was a, a huge offseason for uh, roster moves, and uh, that are going to have impact on on fantasy. So I'm going to kind of go through a list here uh, that I have, kind of rapid rapid fire style, uh, style and uh, we'll kind of go around the room here. So, uh, all right, Damian Harris, Tavius Murray in Buffalo. Okay, Dolphins retain Gaskin. Mostert and Jeff Wilson, a crowded backfield, but injury prone. And we were just talking about the potential for Dalvin Cook possibly going to the, the Dolphins. I would imagine one or two of those other guys would would go if that were the case. Patriots signed James Robinson, Juju, and tight end Mike Jasicki. But does anyone care? Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, along with Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, a couple of uh, – former players with, with Aaron Rodgers and uh, McCall Hardman. Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson as well. That uh, definitely has a stacked roster offensively, at least a potential for it. Lamar stays in Baltimore and gets Odell and Nelson Aguilar. Does Lamar have enough around him? Also has Rashad Bateman and who's the other uh, you were just talking about Levi. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers sorry. Yeah. Um the Bengals get tight end Irv Smith. Hey, he's not bad. Another weapon for Burrow. Uh, Brian, the Browns sign Elijah Moore from the Jets and Marquise Goodwin from the Texans. Can Deshaun Watson have a resurgence? A couple good pieces there. Steelers trade for Allen Robinson. Why? <laughs> uh, Devin Singletary, Dalton Schultz, and Robert Woods go to Houston. Garbage. 
That's garbage. Right. They belong there. That's terrible. Samaji P. Ryan, Marquez Callaway go to Denver. Yeah, marginal impact there. Uh, but Russell Wilson still has some good talent there. Chiefs re-signed Jarrett McKinnon. McKinnon was interesting last year, especially late last year, and, and was definitely a, a flex play option. Uh, so they get him back. Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo and Jacoby Myers go to the Raiders. Meh. Cowboys signed Ronald Jones and trade for uh, and trade for Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks here. Uh, I think he'll be better than than uh, maybe even uh, he his average draft position. I haven't seen it yet, but I love Ronald Jones. Darren Waller, uh, Jameson Crowder, Paris Campbell go to the Giants. I like Waller there. Some more weapons uh, for injury prone receiver room for Daniel Jones. De- DeAndre Smith signs with Philly alongside lifetime backup Rashad Penny. That could be interesting. Uh, Bears signed uh, Deontay Foreman and Travis Homer, Homer, but also get D.J. Moore in a trade. Lions signed David Montgomery, get Jameer Gibbs in the draft, and also signed Marvin Jones. I like what the Lions are doing. Vikings retain Alexander Madison and draft Jordan Addison. Uh, way to go there. Looks good. Panthers signed Miles Sanders, DJ Chark, and Adam Thielen, uh, as well as everyone's favorite tight end, Hayden Hurst. Saints signed Derek Carr and Jamal Williams and retained Michael Thomas. Does that matter? Probably not. Uh, Tampa Bay signs Baker Mayfield to a one-year deal and acquire and acquire Chase Edmonds. God, that's true. they're going to be awful. They're the worst team in the NFL, Tampa Bay. Seattle re-signed Geno Smith. And that's all I got. Yeah, um, so it seems like Allen Robinson, early front runner for the Ronald Jones Award this year. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. We'll yeah. keep an eye on him. Yeah. I know Brad will. <laughs> yeah. Um, some some key free agents point that I'm looking at. I mean, the big one's David Montgomery uh, from Chicago. I like they they shipped Swift out of there to get David Montgomery. Like conf- like I feel like they're confident. They're they want running back more like that. Um, they basically got a better Jamal Williams. And Jamal Williams uh, scored 20 touchdowns last year. I felt like it. Uh, Did he score 20? It was 19 or 20. Yeah, uh, So, like, Dave Montgomery's like, I think he's going to be a pretty big sleeper this year. Uh, Damien Harris, I like, is a, a value pick uh, for uh, Buffalo. He's going to fill in for the, the Devin Singletary slot, who, like, I mean, nobody – like he was never your best player on your team, but he was like a good value as a flex or your third running back. I I think Damian Harris is gonna be a value going, and then uh, New Orleans getting Derek Carr. I I I know I know everybody. Derek Carr bringing the car. <laughs> bringing the car. I know I know like everyone's on your team. And you're kind of like, and it's not about him. I just it, think it makes New Orleans offense a lot better. Yeah. Than Andy Dalton, um, so I I think with him coming to New Orleans, that's going to be something that uh, that I, uh, I I'm not going to be shying away from them this year as an offense. Uh, guys, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say it. if you draft Devin Singletary, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. You don't know what the hell you're doing no, in fantasy football. Like Devin, I don't know what it. He's probably he's probably a nice dude, but there's something about that guy. When I heard his name, like like don't draft him. Like uh, one of the interesting moves uh, Brad mentioned was uh, Brandon Cooks. Like I was big on him a few years ago. I feel like this if Dallas can't do it this year. Dak, the Dak experiment's over. Uh, but I think Brandon Cooks, I mean, that receiving core can be really potent. Uh, he was kind of a big move that I thought, you know, that guy could be pretty special. Or that, that team could be special with him on it. Uh, and I'm going to make a bold prediction. At some point in this season, someone's going to pick up Devonta Foreman and they're going to win games because of it. I don't know why, but I feel like that's the kind of guy that you don't think about and that you know the guy goes down it was a Cleo Herbert is going to go down and Devonta Foreman is going to come in and he's going to rush 200 yards and have two touchdowns three games in a row and then he's going to disappear but he's going to win you games and those are the type of guys that if you can find them that's how that's how you get through the ebb and flow of the season is picking up guys like that so I think that's an interesting pickup for uh, Chicago uh, but yeah there was a lot of moves and I feel like the Jets are going to suck. And both well, bold, bold take the Jets are going to suck, regardless of all the pickups that Rodgers wish list. And Rogers Cleveland. Rodgers is the most overrated player ever in football Thank history. You. Thank you. What? <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't <either. laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But uh, Levi touched on a little bit with uh, Smith going to the Eagles. I think that's going to be interesting. And the Eagles' offense is pretty dynamic. And uh, I think Swift's going to shine. Um, a couple things I'm interested in and uh, wondering what will happen with uh, Davlin Cook and Zeke and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Like, where do they go? And I've, I've heard Davlin Cook going to Miami which I like Miami's offense. I think that would be pretty cool. And uh, I don't know where Hopkins goes. Like, is he done? Uh, no way. Zeke, he's kind of the same situation. He might be at the end of, the, at the end of his uh, career. Um, and, you know, Brad loves Ronald Jones, and that's why he hasn't won a championship in like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to throw this out there too I was going to do this as a little segment but I'm going to go ahead and do it right now but let's make it real quick I'll make a dollar bet with anybody that you have to put on your fridge and I'll sign my name to it when I win is that Zeke will have over six touchdowns this year guaranteed anybody want to take it? I don't I I, I like that um, there's our stupid job I, yeah I, I'm, I, that's not one I want to take I think Zeke's going to find a team, um, you know, some some running back that's going to get injured. I think it's like a Devonta Foreman issue, or like he's he's going to end up on somebody's roster week seven. They've spent a dollar on it, and it's going to he's going to have a, a couple great weeks. I think it'll be sooner. I think it'll start sooner, and he's going to be no. Stud. Anybody want to take that bet here at the table? I'll raise it to eight. Two on it. I'll raise it to eight touchdowns. Oh. 
You're on. <laughs> uh, Brad's taking him up on the offer. And Joe. Crazy. But I'm uh, I'm not going to take it. Um, so some things to talk about with Joe brought up with, uh, you know, where's Dalvin Cook going? I, I, I think it's more interesting to think about what – what offense are going to screw up some players? <laughs> I guess I'm more of the negative player or, you know, uh, viewer. I, I've, I've heard that he could go to the Jets and it could really uh, screw up uh, Brees Hall's gear. But, you know, he's. I think the Jets are a little scared with the injury last year that they don't want to have, you know, they, they want to have some more running back depth. And they want Rodgers to get a championship. And they only have, like – two years at best if, if they could do it um, you know I, I could see him going to Dallas as well and uh, you know everybody's excited about Tony Pollard and as soon as Dalvin Cook goes to Dallas that's that's done <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think about James Robinson Patriots I, did he get dropped? I thought I thought I saw him getting like yeah, he, cut. Did he really? <laughs> all right, move on. Yeah, um, with the Patriots, I think it's I think it's all going to be yeah. I, I think it's going to be all a Ramondre. Um, mm, I forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, people are, people are liking him. I've seen him go. There's there's some like experts that are taking him like you know third, you know fourth, and like I I can't do it. But you know he had a great year last year. They got rid of Damian Harris. He sent to Buffalo. You know, like it seems like they have some confidence in him. And and they cut James Robinson. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Unbeknownst to Bradley Crager, he's only twenty four years old. <laughs> he's got his whole he'll, he'll whole up. career. Me and, me and yeah, he'll probably get picked up. And that's all I got. Okay, uh, now we're, we're trying a new segment here. We're just going to do a roundtable of, you know, what we want to, you know, talk or discuss, any kind of questions we want to ask each other about the season or anything to look forward to. And I just want to start off with, um, what do you guys think of, like, what offenses are you looking at this year that you kind of want to, you, you, you want to play on? Philly. I was gonna say with a little kid, like besides the obvious ones. No. Okay. Like Phil, I, I was gonna Phil, be a homer and say 49ers. I, I think 49ers is a good one. I, I'm, yeah. I'll just eliminate. Everyone knows that the Eagles, uh, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Bills yeah. Like, like maybe there's like a, uh, one that people aren't thinking. 49ers. About. That's a good one. Yeah, forty nine. I mean, you kidding? Uh, you got Debo. We'll see if he, you know, comes back to form. And uh, Ayuk still uh, flex play. Kittle. uh, Kittle's there. You got McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I want to go off the board a little more. I, Levi touched on it earlier. The Saints. Uh, I I really like what they're doing. I like Derek Carr there. I think, um, you know, uh, Michael Thomas could. You know, could be a nice piece, but I, I really like Olave. I think he's going to have a big sophomore uh, jump. Yeah, like, like I said with Derek Carr getting there, like it's it's insane how much better Derek Carr is than Andy Dalton. You know, like, yeah, and it's going to bring their offense, especially Chris Olave. Like, I, I think Chris Olave is going to be like one of those top ten five receivers next, next year I, going into the. Maybe in the first round. 
because of Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a team that I'm looking at is Atlanta with Bijan or Dijon or whatever you say is Robinson, and they got Pitts and Drake London. Like I think that's pretty tough. But if they can get their quarterback figured out, I think they can make a run. Uh, a team I'm worried about is the Bills. I, I feel like they're going south. Um, maybe they can sustain, but I've heard they've lost a lot of pieces. I still like their offense. Stephon Diggs was having issues. Yeah, that is a and, concern. I agree. That's a concern. Um it's probably Maybe. why you didn't win very much last year, Joe. <laughs> so this is uh, – I, I, I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. Wow. Maybe. Well, you didn't have any Bills play. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you talking about? Well, you hate Devin Singletary. That's no, that's no secret. He should hate Devin Singletary. <laughs> I would say like a, an offense that I it's, – maybe it's a, a popular pick, but I, I feel like – and I mentioned it a little bit earlier – the Jets – like they're notoriously bad. You know, they make all these big moves. Does it work? Like that's where I'm. I mean, they got a crap load of talent outside the QB position. You know, does Garrett Wilson and you know the rookie running back? You know, does he come Brees back? Hall. Brees Hall. Does he come back healthy? You know. And what about Jacksonville? Like is Trevor Lawrence? Is, Calvin Ridley. Oh, Calvin. Yeah. But uh, that Calvin Ridley it could be one of the more interesting offseason. Or going into the draft, he may be one of the more uh, he may be one of the no, more the interesting Jackson, potential yeah. candidates to be in your starter uh, starting lineup in your receiver free receiver core. Yeah, because yeah, I, I when I mentioned moves. Jacksonville, I didn't even know I forgot that he yeah. had went there. They were already good, and like you were saying, Calvin Ridley, he's not coming off an injury and not playing for a season. Right. Coming off a gambling issue, who's a hundred percent healthy, young, super talented. Yeah, don't forget he was a top. 10 right, like he yeah. is a, a stud, you know, a potential elite player. You know, and you got Trevor Lawrence up and coming. Yeah, they're looking good pretty one. good. Uh, Travis Etienne, like, yeah. so maybe Jacksonville can be. Like, yeah, this, Evan Ingram that was Evan. dumb good last Except year. Except for when Jason Faggett had him. <laughs> was terrible. And I picked him up and he did really good. Uh, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Yeah. Scoops turds. Yeah. Uh, Scoop it up turds, uh, Jason. Here, here's a question for you. As far as who would be the most hated tag team team up outside, I feel like Brad and Rob. Yeah, like that. I feel like I don't know if anything could ever top that. Who would you hate to see team up and run their mouth all season long? Like, who would it be of the of the? Team? I feel like we would, by saying it, we're in, invoking it into existence. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna say we're it. Tossing them to team I'm up. gonna say it, but I don't think it can happen because of their competitive nature. If you and Derek joined together, I would absolutely hate it. Yeah, the thing is, that's like outlawed in in all the games. That we play <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Bastion Bros. We try to keep it fair. Because you're cheap. It it already started. But not, you know. (laughs) It'd be too hard on you all. (laughs) There it is. It'd be something. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. You try to keep it competitive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is... We're recording this live right now, and we've not yet recorded the intro, so I have a lot to say about the subject. Just saying. 
throwing it out there. So about alliances. Okay. More so to, we already know. So yeah. yeah more, more it can't. There can't be another hated. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a challenge. I'm dropping a challenge bomb. So. But if imagine like Jeff and Lance teaming up, like. Didn't they? Like yeah, they did. They what? did. They did. What the mean? Yes. <laughs> they held hands at the ceremony. <laughs> I was about to say, how? What's such a like a soft and sweet alliance would that be? Like I would probably root for them to finish in the top five together. Ugh. Like I, I don't know. It'd be hard to hate it. But it's not like you're rooting for them to get participation trophies yeah. yeah i mean i'm not saying i want them to win <laughs> obviously win. i want to win you know but like i don't think i'd be mad at it i did, i forgot they even teamed up yeah uh, it was, it was they almost uh, did they win the alliance uh, who won the yeah they won they won the alliance or yeah it's oh. it was rigged speaking of it what is up with the alliance thing you know, i don't know you know only one person can win right <laughs> that's fair <laughs> That's how I always thought. Yeah. It's, it's it, doesn't, it doesn't help in any way. No. Yeah. Well, that's just like y'all's opinions. <laughs> I was, like, was, was going to save this for later, but Rob said something that Brad and his alliance was like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> but he's one guy. You guys are more like the bushwhackers stuck <laughs> each other's heads. <laughs> That makes sense to me. They probably lick each other's fingers and stuff. I don't know. Or licking something else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could. There can't probably be a worse alliance. And kudos to them because it was weird. Yeah. It was entertaining to say the least. But I don't know. Like, who, like, outside, who would you take? Who would be the worst two? I said Derek and Levi. Would be problematic for me. Who would it be for you, Levi? Um, hmm. I mean, <sighs> like we've already like I, I don't I can't think of one that's worse than Brad and Rob, but like I would assume it would involve. I think you're correct. It would involve Derek. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yes. Um. Yeah, Mr. Average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd, pr- I'd probably say Derek and Amanda is probably. The most annoying. That would be terrible. (laughs) Absolutely terrible. I'm going to go with Alliance on the same team, which is Amanda and Kyle. (laughs) Oh, the manager? Yeah. Like, how's that work? That makes more sense. Like, Kyle's in the shadows. That sounds like that might violate one of our bylaws or something. (laughs) Yeah. You you got two for one there. A guy trying to get credit. But he gets none. But he got none. <laughs> and deserves none. It, well, maybe it could be debated, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he witty banter and some, you know, contributions to the to the podcast for sure. For sure. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't, I'm not giving him credit for for Amanda's fluky wins last year anyway. Yeah, he, you know, he was good for a good mailbag. Yeah. It's, it's going to be Mr. Mr. and Mrs. L relevant this year. <laughs> I, that was one of the questions I had. was like, what uh, What team are you, besides your own, what What team are you eyeing or looking at the most going into next year? I, I think it's Amanda's because, for me, like she didn't draft her team last year. Ooh. Yeah, wow. So, Levi like, throwing darts. Lot, there's a lot to prove well, there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. She's, she has a lot of opportunity yeah. to prove herself, and I'll be watching. Yeah. 
<laughs> sounds think, like you're I think she be... said she did, wasn't sure what the quarterback's job was. So. Oh. Wow. Joey just. Was... just, <laughs> just yeah, just. No, that, that was. Letting secrets she out. said it. I'm just that sounded like that was confidential, you know. That was private. Yeah, Yeah, Joey giving out scoops. That's supposed to be Jason's job. Love you, Amanda. (laughs) The the team I'm going to have my eye on this year is going to be definitely going to be the uh, the great fall that's going to occur with uh, the 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 Houdinis, the frauds, uh, the fakes. Uh, yeah, the one the and dones. They're the he's the one and done. Happens he's going to be the best of us. Yeah, you think Cal had a lot of one and dones? Wait till you see the next few seasons with the Houdinis. You talk about disappearing acts and everything. That's it's all coming, buddy. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be chuckling the whole way down. <laughs> Every rung you hit on the way down, <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing. Uh, the, you know, you, you want a championship, so what? Do it again. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I'm not so. impressed. I'm the three-time back-to-back-to-back. There it is. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a record. That's <laughs> Fred has gone without saying back-to-back-to-back. Derailed the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you'd have to say uh, Amanda's would be the team to kind of watch you know this is would be our second year and you kind of want to see you know what 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 does this season two look like you know she's coming off a great season um i think really though when you look back at our league last year it was so competitive i think everybody but joey had a chance going into what week 17 what the heck <laughs> it was true. Yeah, it was true. And, I, and he sat across from me. But yeah. maybe he's the team that everyone needs to watch. Like, Joey drafts. Joey pays attention. Joey knows fantasy football, knows football. Like, that's probably – we need to pay attention to that. You know, does he come back or does he stay in the cellar? Yeah, like, I mean, like, I'm not it, just, it wasn't like you were out – like, you were the first one out, but that was like – I want to say like maybe three or four weeks left in the season. Like you were, you still right there. Your draft like yeah. just tanked you, and you still had like a decent a shot mostly. <laughs> yeah. So like you're, mm-hmm. yeah. I I, uh, I like that from John. Like can he rise above? You know, like the Phoenix. Is he the Phoenix? Yeah. Another team that I would, I'm interested in looking at is Lance. Can he get away from the Vikings? Lance. Oh. Lance. Dude, there's too many good players. Northern Heat. Yeah, I mean, are you, you going to steal Jeff or Jefferson from Levi? <laughs> like, uh-huh. Davin Cook's gone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We'll be I on his know. roster. Hey. What the, anybody want to take bets on that? Will Davin Cook be on Lance's roster? Uh, mm, that's tough. I don't know. I think so. I think someone's gonna. I think he'll be on a team, but like, I feel like somebody's gonna take him earlier than. And Lance would. Or no, like, somebody would take him earlier. Yeah. And it's probably likely that it's Lance. Okay. <laughs> like, somebody's going to like him. Yeah. What about Rob? Rob's Who Rob cares? always drafts. I don't <laughs> care. No, I'm just telling you I guys. I don't care. Rob is my partner. Um, in life. In fantasy football. Mm. Uh, because he knows how to draft, a, draft a, a, a roster. And uh, he makes great pickups, and it's just uh, keep talking. Here, keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah, keep talking about it. Uh, what color is that? I was trying to. It's rudely, oh. rudely interrupted. What's his favorite color? Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Oh, he's a he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a Browns guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't respect that, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I, team colors have brown. They do. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, anyway, so Rob's team is is definitely gonna be a force. <laughs> speaking, speaking of teams, like I know Levi likes the Bears. I'm 49ers. Have you all ever <coughs> settled on a team? I like Black Sunday. That's my favorite team. Favorite NFL team. I, I got a few <clears throat> that I like. Uh, I say the Chargers are probably up <laughs> there. One. Number one. Uh, I like Kansas City. Uh, it's back when I had uh, Larry Johnson that busted out, but. I just have a few teams that I like, and then there's more teams that I just don't like. The Patriots being one, I can't stand them. Pittsburgh, I like hating them because Jeff loves them. But I've grown fonder of them. Uh, Yeah, I don't necessarily have just a team. I don't know if I – I don't think I ever will, really. No, I won't. They like their fantasy teams. I love my fantasy teams. Reggie Bush. (laughs) That's a long time ago. It was. Reggie Bust. Still love them. <laughs> and, uh, anybody have anything else? Any questions or anything? No. Nice rap session, guys. Good. All right. All right. That was fun. All right. Cool. All right, Chaos Fantasy Dorks. The first annual Fourth of July summer off-season episode is a wrap, and the podcasters had plenty of hot takes to consider as the league anticipates the CFL fantasy football draft in just a few short weeks. But as we get closer to the start of the 2023 NFL season, you need to prepare yourself for an epic year full of filthy comments and smack talk, and feel free to run your mouth on the Chaos Group text line. So in the meantime, get off Netflix, pick up your favorite preseason fantasy football magazine, and always remember that nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.